Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, it's the Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. A uh, big story today in Memphis as the University of Memphis basketball program has released its non-conference schedule. Wow, what a day. What a day it is indeed. Uh, never too early to start breaking down the Memphis Tiger basketball team, is it, Jason? Never. It's a year-round event around here on 92.9 FM ESP. Certainly this show, I'll tell you that. I mean, I am never shy or afraid to talk Memphis Tiger basketball because it gets the people going, doesn't it? I see. Such an institution, right? Such passion. We love it. Um, but in all seriousness, it is the uh, it is the best out of conference non conference schedule that Memphis has had. You know, you know, maybe I mean I got to go back to maybe oh eight oh nine, right? I got to go back and look at the schedule there in oh eight oh. That was you know Cal's last year. Uh, Tyreek. It wasn't. It's not as good as oh seven oh eight, but it, it it could be the best one since then. They played four ranked opponents in uh, in oh seven oh eight, so that's going to be tough to. Uh, that's going to be t- tough to top. All right, what are, uh, two ranked opponents? Oh, excuse me, three, three ranked opponents. Oh eight, oh nine. You had Georgetown on the road, Syracuse at Hobe, and then you went on the road at Gonzaga. So not as good as that one either. But again, you might have two. I mean, Auburn's going to be ranked, we think, and at a neutral site, uh, Alabama's going to have a chance to be ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M, who knows? I mean, they could be. I mean, Buzz Williams, good coach. Kids play hard. A lot of that team's coming back. They were probably the first team out the NCAA tournament last season. So, yeah, uh, you know, look, I, we, we talked about this earlier, and, and I appreciate Jeff coming in here and sort of validating my opinion on this and our opinion about on this. the brand. But it is a, it is a, to me, a, a sign and a signal that Memphis basketball is healthy again. Um, it took some time, you know, because I think the brand did suffer greatly since. You know, again, I'm not going to lay it all at the feet of Tubby because I think the the last couple years of Josh did a number on it too. But you take 2014, 2015, 2016, 
2017, that four-year period where Memphis was just not relevant at all. Um, there was no incentive, right? There was nothing sexy about playing Memphis. There used to be. It's why it's how Cal got Gonzaga. I mean, dude, Syracuse played in the forum, you know, like 12 years ago. I mean, <laughs> 13 years ago, that happened, you know, because there was something to gain. Now, you know, the college landscape has, has changed a little bit since then, but, you know, because you got a lot of, like, Big 12 challenges and all these conferences sort of work together in the Power Five, they kind of stick together, but you can't tell me that you can't slip a few through. You can't slip a few, a few you know, solid because when there's something in it for everybody, right, you're going to be more motivated to get that game on your schedule. But there's got to be something in it for everybody. Notice that Gary does have Alabama right now at 21. Okay, in the that's top two. 20, and that was he most recently done. I think his was July uh, most recently. So there's to start off. He's got Bama as well as Auburn. We mentioned Auburn earlier. He's got him at number 13. Yeah. So, yes, that Bama team already ranked or has a good chance to start the preseason ranked. Parrish already got him at number 21 for the year. Yeah, so... Returning four of its top eight scores. Yeah, so that that is absolutely a, you know, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a sign of, of an arrival, right? It's a sign of a revival. Um, and I think that's, you know, I really do. I think that is a, a credit to the progress that was made, um, you know, for, for the, you know, this program. And, look, you gotta, you got to capitalize on it. You got to win some of these games, but if you can provide a good inventory, good ratings, good television, you know, good games, name brand players, you know, you already have the Penny Hardaway factor going, then absolutely, um, I think you can continue to have schedules like this in the future. But I do, I really do. I look at it as a, as a, as a positive. Uh, uh, even forget the wins and losses piece of it to even have these games. And like Vanderbilt, it's just like a throw-in, like well, you know. And you're starting there, which uh, that kind of is odd. But um, I think you feel fine about it. Yeah, it's an SEC yeah. team, and you have five on the schedule. That is that is a new, you know, that's a, that's a new development. And, and so, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a great day for Memphis basketball. And playing, I think fans should be excited. Playing Tony, uh, also playing uh, the Lane game. You're also playing Andre Turner, right, in the exhibition as well. So, got a couple of ties to family and former Tigers as well. Uh, in the schedule there, but a lot to like, I think, about where Memphis basketball is with this with this non-conference schedule. And then we know, obviously, conference schedule is going to be 18 more games, and you'll have a Houston team in that. You're playing twice. That's going to be ranked top five-ish, top three-ish. Paris got them at number three. So well, the thing, the other thing we said, a lot more. It feels like quad one opportunities. Memphis only had nine last year. You hope that number goes up because some of the bigger conferences, you're going to come out 19, 21 uh, opportunities Tennessee last year, 19 quad ones. You're trying to get that up as well. So I think we both like what we see in terms of this non-conference schedule. No question about yeah, it. Yeah, you got, you got uh, you know, again, a good chance to uh, – with, with with dwindling opportunities. And I think that's the other side of it, right? You know, you got to have games like this in your non-conference moving forward because your, your, your conference is going to be so bad, right? Like – you pointed out Houston. That's two marquee win opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, in a, in a you know in, a, in an ideal world, maybe Cincinnati would be you know better under Wes Miller. Of course, not going to matter much because they're gone. But the you will you will no longer have any opportunities in conference past this season to make any kind of dent in a conference in, 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 in a in a tournament. With Wichita State, where it is now, you yeah. know that was one that maybe you hoped. Of course, when they come to the conference, that 
you know, can stay up there at all times. That's certainly not been the case to this point. And so once they're all gone, it's literally just you and basketball, and that yeah. need to keep a you know, challenging con- non-conference schedule is going to be even greater because, again, you'll have so few – even fewer than you have now opportunities at quad one victories. Yeah, so it's look, not gonna be fun. I think it's uh, I, I think it's important. I think you know, you, ideally, you want to continue to you want to continue to build out relationships with these programs. You want these games to go well because again, they'll continue to schedule you. You know, they'll continue to do it as long as you're bringing something to the table. Memphis, prior to the last couple years, was not bringing anything to the table. They were a beaten down brand. They weren't going to the tournament. They didn't have players. They had old, boring Tubby Smith. And the first couple years of Penny were rebuilt, so you got stuff baked in anyway with other contracts. So I think it's, it shows that they understand and grasp the importance. And, and, and look, I, I have no problem if that's going to be your strategy. Like, let's not, you know, Penny had big, you know, he had sort of, in my opinion, delusions of grandeur a little bit when he took the job. He's like, oh, Duke and Michigan State and all these, you know, they're not playing you, right? Those teams are not going to play you. But, but, but can you get, you know, your A&Ms, your Arkansas's, your your uh you know uh Auburn Alabama Auburn's clearly shown you know they'll play you uh these yeah, the, you know too. you know Missouri right I mean I, I know I know Missouri's not a good basketball program right now but you know they're they're the kind of team that you could get a home and home with and maybe they turn it around and it's an interesting series I mean Missouri's got some basketball history so you know those are the kind of schools that I would focus on maybe a Big Twelve team right here or there you could perhaps get one of those. Uh, not Kansas, but you know, uh, in, in Oklahoma, you had Oklahoma in the past. You know, somebody like that. Uh, is it the sexiest? No, but you're 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 all you're trying to achieve several things, mm-hmm. right? And if you can, you know, say I've got I've got four objectives that I need to cross off, right? If I can accomplish three of the four, then I, it's worth my time. If I can get a top fifty win, if I can get it on ESPN, if I can, you know, uh, sell it out. Uh, you know, if, uh, because these are the things you're asking yourself, right? Yeah. If you can cross off two of those, whatever two of those are, it's it's a game worth playing. Um, and I think the majority Alabama obviously worth playing. They're ranked. Um, and you got to and 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 beating them last year, it obviously helped you solidify your tournament resume. It just did. I mean, this is these are why these games are important. Because yeah, Memphis did get the wins against Houston. How many times are they going to sweep Houston in the regular season again? You know, they ain't going to do it this year. I mean, I'd be shocked if they do it. So you can't count on that every year. So you need like you well, need some sort of insurance policy, time. right? You need an insurance policy, and that's why you have the non-conference schedule. So yes, absolutely. I think it's uh, I think it's a it's a very very good day for Memphis basketball. Um, you know, and moving forward with all the uncertainty around college bas- you know, college sports in general, you want to be able to sort of tout things like this. So I think it's a very special day, very you know, solid day. And uh, if you if you fare well. You're going to be rewarded for it come March. Next story. AAC preseason football media poll is out, and Memphis was picked fifth in what is clearly a big year for the Tigers. Laird Veach has said it. Uh, the columnists in town, both Mark Giannato and Jeff, Col- Jeff Calkins, have written columns saying how big this year is for Memphis coming off a 6-6, six and six, coming off, what, a 7th place finish tied for 7th in conference last year. you got to bounce back. you got to bounce back in a big way, especially uh, with conference realignment looming uh, over everything right now. you got to be in a good place with your football program, preferably, uh, ideally, you'd like to be in a place like you were in 2019 when you're picked 5th in your preseason media poll. 
Uh, it sort of gives you, uh, it, it's a look in the mirror at where you are right now, and, and where that is is a drop-off since 2019, clearly. So you got to climb back up the mountain here. The problem is the guys that are on top of it right now pretty solid mm-hmm. uh, and solidly entrenched. In fact, it's the top three that are rolling out of here. Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. Numbers one, two, and three in the poll. Yes, Houston uh, edged out Cincinnati two forty three to two forty two in points. Since he actually had more first place votes coming off that playoff season last year with ten, Houston with seven. But again, total points, Houston gets the edge here as the uh, the media's pick for AAC winner in football. Again, Cincinnati second, UCF got seven first place votes. They're third. Who's ahead of Memphis as well in the four spot? SMU with my man Tanner Mordecai, John. Back, yes, through 39 touchdowns last year was an American Athletic Conference record. He's back for another season. Didn't under Memphis a, beat them? Under a new coach in Rhett Lashley. Didn't Memphis beat SMU last year? I believe that's correct. Low-scoring game, was it not? Yeah, because all you did was come on here and just talk about how great this kid Mordecai was. Mm-hmm. And, and he set an American Athletic Conference t- uh, record with 39 touchdowns. And past. he you was outgunned. Part? You hear that part? Yeah, but, but did you hear the other part? Mm-hmm. That he was outgunned by the freshman. Yeah, in a six and six season where they finished tied for seventh. So again, well, the point here doesn't make much sense. But the six were good, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Most well, they're, of, they're most fantastic, including the win over Mississippi State. But how much did it move the needle? Well, to the point that the needle were, this is not enough. The needle gets moved this year. Not enough. And the needle mover is Seth Henney. All right, thirty-four, fifty-three, three hundred ninety-two yards, two tutties against SMU last season. They were 7-1 and one coming into that game now. No, that's right. That was a good win. What was the final? You got it in front of you? Oh, yeah, I got it in front of me. I got it tattooed on my ass. What is it? 28-25. Yeah, it's low scoring for AAC. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was, but that, that's a credit to Memphis. I, I, I recall Memphis' defense really stepping up in no, that game. No, it did. It did. Absolutely it did. Uh, and it's a defense that's going to be led again well, like, by like Quindale if, if Johnson. I'm, if, I'm, um, if I'm trying to find the the – the optimism, right? If I'm trying to like, okay, what what am I going to pin my hopes on? It's that Memphis is M- Memphis did get some really good wins last year, right? I mean, two of their six, one was against an SEC opponent, and one was against you know at, at that time I have to believe probably the first place team in the American, other than Cincinnati, right? So second place team in the in, in the American and and SMU with the you know record breaking quarterback. So my my hopes would be they can beat. They should have beaten UTSA. They completely botched that, and UTSA went on to you know do what they did. So I, my, that would be my hope. My hope is that they've shown they can beat good teams. They just have to do it more consistently. Mm-hmm. They have to like you know they have to beat teams like Temple. They have to you know close learn how to close. But that's part of the process. I, I'm again pinning my hopes on the fact that it was a freshman quarterback. And, uh, and and things are going to be different this year because they, they they truly have to be. I mean, you can't have another season where you're you know you wind up six and six when let's be real, they probably should have been nine and three. I mean, they you know Temple they let get away, UTSA they truly let get away. Well, I mean, you can't be losing to East Carolina, John. That's, right, that's East Carolina. Is sit a, up here is and talk about dreadful. all the high moments last year or whatever, and try to you know paint but, the picture of optimism. It, this is a critical juncture for Ryan Silverfield and this football team, this football program, as far as I'm concerned. Like I said, you know, seven wins at this point I don't think is, is moves the needle enough for the kind of attention you need to garner, the kind of national attention you need again to get people talking about Memphis football. I mean, hell, even in, even in their own town at this point, you know, whether it's Memphis basketball dropping the schedule, whatever else it is, they're, right. they're fighting a fight 
for attention. Yes. And, and again, seven wins isn't going to get you a ton of attention. Uh, being picked fifth in your conference isn't going to get you a ton of attention. Right. So it doesn't just need to be, hey, well, here's a game or two. Maybe this looks okay. And maybe they get to eight. They have to knock it out of the park. And, and look, is that fair to Ryan Silverfield? Probably not. But again, like we said, you understand that when you take the job, John, that you don't just get to you know uh, build off of Fuente. It's not a given that you're just going to continue to build off what Fuente and Norvell have done. Again, the recruiting has been there, but you've got to pull it off on the field. They have not been as explosive offensively. That is clear. You've found your quarterback in Seth Hennigan. Hopefully, John, you've got some home run hitters in that backfield now again. That, that's what's been missing. It felt like, felt like you got a little bit of that early last season with Brandon Thomas and then the fumbles and the injuries. Yep. He's out again. Well, between him and the kid Ducker, uh, Jay Ducker, uh, from what, Northern Illinois, mm-hmm. they should again hopefully have those home run hitters that you put next to Seth, and all of a sudden you got a high-powered offense again that, again, people are talking about. That's got to get. The, that's got to be the key. They got to get themselves back on the radar. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not on the media to make that happen or to say, "Hey, talk about them first. It's actually on that football program and that coach to get that attention themselves. And you do it by winning big. Well, yes, the football coach at Memphis. That that's the you have to win big, right? And you know, look, it, it, it's just that. It, things are very different between the programs, right? When Memphis basketball isn't good or where it needs to be, there is a there is a real passion because of what that th- like it has a different meaning to the community. It just is what it is, right? That's why even when Memphis basketball is bad, it gets discussed because we we all know it's got to be better, right? We right. all know it's got to be better. We all know it's like when every day we're coming on and talking about tubby 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 tubby. Because it was it was abysmal. Well, and there's a standard there that's and been there established. There is a standard, and now there's a standard there with is football. Standard. That's exactly right. That's been established. That's the difference now right. that you've sort of hit that peak there in 2019. Right. So there's a there, there's an established standard yep. that is not being met right now by that's Ryan right. Silverfield. Those guys got to meet it. That's right. I mean, and and that is the bottom line. I mean, six and six. We have talked about. It. You you about cannot producing. you cannot afford to settle into six and six seven and five. That is something that would have flown in two thousand and two. You know that is something that people would have I mean because look when they went to the New Orleans Bowl it was like it was like a Super Bowl around here right I mean they had a parade for that but th- things are different now we have seen it I mean that's that is, that is the blessing and the curse right the blessing part is we have seen it. You know, we have seen Memphis get to the Cotton Bowl. We have seen guys come here and get drafted time and time again. Um, that has been, you know, we've seen it. Now, the curse of that is that as the coach, you have to do that. You have to show that you can, not not necessarily every year, that would be unfair, but be in the mix, right? You that, can't be in the middle of the pack in the AAC. That's exactly right. Period. I mean, that's exactly right. And, and you're only, what, five points ahead of East Carolina, which is in six that beat you last year. And so right now, in terms of what the conference considers you, you're middle of the pack. John, to your point, you need to be upper half yes. all the time, and particularly right. after this season once your top right. three peel off in Houston, Cincy, and UCF. No, now is just not the time. Now is not the time to oh. just sort of fall into a – taken off. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you got to be, you know – uh, again, I, I can't hold them to the exact standard of 19, but even 18, you know, even 18, they were in that mix. Then they played for a conference title in, mm-hmm. in 2018. They didn't win it, but they were there, you know. To me, there's no reason why Memphis can't finish top two or top three every single year in the American. I mean, that's just, that feels like a very fair bar with what you have, your resources, the, the, your recent success, right? 
I don't think that's out of the it, it's, question. It's, and it's not great basketball. Unfortunately, that's going to get you into a, a, a bigger conference. It's right. look, ask Cincinnati and, and what it just did. It struck when the iron's hot. Look at what it did with its football program. That helped draw them in, again, against a market that's not perceived as one of the biggest in the country, clearly. Yep. You're already fighting the, the market problem. No doubt. So you've got to be hot. And at th- that's why I say critical juncture for football because they got to get it hot again. That's exactly that's the bottom right. line. Now, they got guys in place to do it this yes. year, it feels like. Love your man Hennigan coming off what he did the season last well, year. Yeah. You got some weapons in that backfield. Hopefully Ivory pans out as a go-to guy that maybe can be an NFL talent. That that That's there. And you've got some leaders on defense. Um, but I tell you what, losses to East Carolina and all that, you know, yeah. Tulsa, that ain't going to get you. No, there. and look, I'll say this too. Like, and that was last year. It, it, w- this is the same energy that we have for Penny. When Penny was 9-8 and eight last season – you know, and he had his blow up after putting up, you know, fifty seven points or whatever it was against SMU. Start of the year saying the man had to make the tournament, man. Yeah. Everybody like, went. like it's it's not like we it's not like we set aside different standards for Memphis basketball and Memphis football. Ultimately it's vital that both perform. Um Memphis basketball, the standard for them should be a tournament every single year, basically. Right? Like you should make the tournament damn near every year. And every four years you should make a real run. That's kind of, you know, I know, that hasn't been the, the trajectory as of late, but if you take away the bad years of Josh and Tubby, it was sort of that, that was the average, right? So that's the standard for Memphis basketball. And, you know, look, we were coming on here talking about, you know, Penny and, and the future for him when it was not, when they were 9 and 8 losing to East Carolina, okay? It's the same thing with Ryan. There is a standard that ultimately has to be met. And for Memphis football, what is that? It's, it's, top two, top three in the AAC, vying for a conference championship, vying for that New Year's Day bowl and that New Year's Day spot. That's it. You know, I mean, that's it's it's the same thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't think one is necessarily harder than the other. Um, you know, that pro- Memphis basketball is probably a little bit more ready-made for that just because of their, you know, history and tradition. But Memphis football's got that going for it, too. I mean, there's some stuff to capitalize on there as well. Remember for Cincy, they, I mean, they lost a ton, including their quarterback. Uh, but Holgerson, Houston, which edged out Cincy for number one in the preseason poll here, has got back Clayton Toon through 3,500, 30 touchdowns last year. The wide receiver, Nathaniel Dell, he led the American last year in receptions. So it's part of the reasons what they're bringing back that they get the edge there. Again, Cincy had more first place votes, but Houston under Holgerson, uh, number one in the poll. Uh, this year going in, again, Memphis number five behind UCF third, SMU fourth, barely edging out East Carolina in sixth. And you got See, Tulane, I mean, Tulsa, South right. Florida. Navy's 10th out of 11, John. you got to win that game on the road. No, you, no it's non-negotiable. That, that, it's non-negotiable. And it has been tough historically for the Tigers against Navy, but it's a Navy team picked at the bottom. you got to go up there and get that win, especially coming off what we think. I mean, if you – you, 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 you pay attention to the, the Mississippi State game last year. They owe Memphis. That's going to be tough. You're going to be Oh, and one likely if you're Memphis, you need to win that game at Navy again. A Navy team's been tipped out of eleventh, and they've got Temple. Well, you lost to last year uh, down in eleventh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, that's the score for Memphis football today. Next story. All right, Jason. I just wanted to pass this along to you. It comes from the Kremlin. Um, they just want Brittany Griner's negotiations to go on and ahead with no fanfare. So are you willing to honor that? They don't want this to be a big deal. 
They don't want this. To, they, they don't want any leaks. Okay. Mm. They just they they want you to just accept the the terms, and they don't want a bunch of hoo hoo ha. So so from everything I've gathered, we're we're now willing. We're going to give up the arms dealer which we had proposed or weeks ago for two though. It's a two for one, right? Brittany and Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan, who um, who has been there for you know quite some time. So I think he was there like on you know some espionage. I'm not sure, but it's a two for one, Jason. It, it is funny. Like <clears throat> I was I was watching, um, and I wasn't watching anything. I was on Twitter, and uh, there's a there's a musician that I follow who was like very upset about this, like very clearly angered by the fact that the United States was doing this. Right. Um, and it was like, you're going to, you're going to give up, uh, you're, you're going to give up, you know, the, the, this guy who did this and, and, and that, and the merchant of death, and you're going to give him up for a WNBA player. And I, I, I guess I understand the, 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 the merit of that. It's not in any way, right. In terms of crimes committed, mm-hmm. it is not in any way equal on any level. Right. But at the end of the day, WNBA player, plumber, uh, pick, a, pick a occupation. Uh, Brittany Griner's an American, right? And you, you, you're just supposed to leave an American over there with no help, no, you know, no nothing, no uh, you know, safety net, no plan. I mean, again, I, 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 it's impossible not to acknowledge the difference, okay? That's what, it's not a fair trade. Even if it's two for one, it's not a fair trade, okay? This is like, you know, Palgasol trade times a million. Like, where's Greg Popovich saying that we got to, like, not allow this? Like, we got we to we gotta get this thing vetoed because it's not, it's not uh, equitable. But, like, what do you do? I mean, Brittany Griner's a high-profile American. Mm-hmm. She's been over there for 160, and we can get into, well, she shouldn't have done it, and she shouldn't have, you know, of course, okay? But here we are. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm glad I'm not in that position because I don't know what I would do. My instinct, though, is that, like, we have Americans who are being wrongfully detained in Russia. Don't we have to do something? I don't know if it has to be this. But I have to imagine they've exhausted every other possibility right. to try to get them back and that this might be the only way. So if this is the only way, you're just going to leave them over there? You're just going to leave some American? You're going you're to abandon your, your, your Americans over there? I, you know, I, I, Look, I know the guy is horrible. I know the guy is an evil man. I know he's done some absolutely horrendous things to humanity. Believe me. But you know, we're talking about our own here. We're talking about Americans, so I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a very freaking complicated situation, and then there is no right answer. Well, by at this the way. point, you just hope it gets done. Um, you know, for 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 both uh, uh, those, I guess at this point now, you know, wrongfully detained. Again, when you think about how long she's been over there for the charge, it's kind of it's it's ridiculous at this point. And uh, again. Yeah, I know she's put out through her people now that this was more of a, me- a medical thing mm-hmm. in terms of having it. Uh, we don't need to get all in the weeds with that. Uh, my hope is that this gets done very soon and so that we're, we're, we're done talking about it. But to your point, it's almost like the U.S. has reached a point of no return. You've, you've had Biden talking to her girl, to Griner's girlfriend. You, you've told everyone it's a priority for you, the U- it, 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 to, you know, to not do this at this point after you've, after you've offered it. I, I, like I said, it, it seems like it's already – the train's already left the station, so hopefully it, it gets done. It gets done soon. 
you know, for, for all involved, especially the families involved in this period. Yeah, but that's the latest that uh, Russia just basically it's telling they don't want like no, they don't want no type of leaks, uh, you know, coming out. They're supposed to be like the United States is supposed to get a call with the uh, with Russia. It, it's 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 a it's a hell of a story. It's one of those twenty twenty two stories that you just kind of can't believe, you know. Like and I and I saw Dan Wilkins tweeting like, how do how do the people who were close to her, because she I think she went over there in February, right? Like, she started, like, you know, she signed the contract, and she was going to go over there. And she did go over there, obviously, in February, which by February, if you think back, like, every day we were hearing about the possibility of Ukraine getting invaded by Russia, mm-hmm. you know. But that doesn't necessarily, I mean, what, what does that mean for Americans in Russia, right? The war was, isn't being fought on Russia's land. It's being fought in Ukraine. I mean, I I, I don't know. Like, and, you're, and she's trying to make a living, and she's trying to – so – it's just impossible to put yourself in that situation. I mean, would would I have gone? No. I don't have to do sports radio in Russia, though, <laughs> to make a living. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to go over there for that. They they clearly feel like they have to go over there for that. You know, they pay more. They pay more. They pay, you know, more lucrative salaries. So, look, I get it, man. It's a, it's a no-win situation, you know, either way. Y- your, choice, your, your choice A is to make the trade that's not equitable and free – a horrible man in return for the, or it's to abandon well, your American. But you're telling yourself you're getting two for one. Right. That's why they're willing to make the deal. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right. Yeah, so uh, everybody's uh, everybody's in session. Everybody's reported to training camp yes. around the NFL. The 2022 NFL season begins on September the 8th. Uh, which is like what, thirty, like forty days or something. Man, we're close, bro. Closer than we've ever been. Closer than we've ever been. I continue to be reminded of this. And you got a good team, so it's a lot to be excited about. I did see Calvin Austin took one to the hizzy. To the a, head on a screen? Uh, no, to the house, bro. Oh, on a uh, screen pass from Mason Rudolph. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So that's they're getting excited about him up there in Pittsburgh. Well, old Trubisky threw two picks with his first two throws. Had the fans screaming for old Pickett, Kenny Pickett. Isn't Mason Rudolph like pretty much done up there? 
already. Yeah, it's Trubisky's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but still, though, he you know that's it. Kind of it kind of t- does show you the uh, potential that Calvin Austin has. Like he could actually have a pretty good year. Apparently, Kenny Pickett touched a kid, giving an autograph, and the kid broke down in tears. That's how how wow. thought how highly regarded he is wow. up there. Obviously, having played at Pitt, mm-hmm. he's a hero up there who they're ready to have under center already because they're already tired of Mitch Trubisky. Black Jesus. Poor bitch. Kennedy. <laughs> Ken, Ken, why, why, how do you get Black Jesus out of that? That's hey, Job Moran. Kenny Pickett is Black Jesus, man. What? Up, up in Pittsburgh. You know, he no. he, he, touch, he touches the kid. Well, he's not Black Jesus. Oh. oh he's just normal Jesus. Well, he wouldn't be Black Jesus. Okay, he just touches the kid. He does have the long hair, though, to right. your point. He you, just, want, you want to make Jesus jokes. He, I, don't, I don't like to play this game. He touches much. the children and, you know. The kid broke down crying, man, like shaking. Yeah. Because Kenny Pickett gave him an autograph, touched him on the head. That's That happened in Silver TMZ. Marcus Mariota has been named the starter in Atlanta. <laughs> over uh, Nothing to lose there. That won't last. Over Desmond Ritter? He better be. Yeah. What does that say about Marcus at this point? It yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't even be a race. Ritter's not ready. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Like, I, I, uh, Marcus Mariota is a gamer. I respect him. Like He came in for the Raiders oh, last year. You laugh year. at him. You've made fun of him for a long time. Well, because he was never. Then you, karma gave him to you. He was never that guy, pal, right? I mean, and you had a bunch of people walking around this building. You know, we had some guests on this show, people walking around this building, deluding themselves and thinking that Marcus Mariota was a good NFL quarterback. And I maintained from the jump that he was not him. And I had to hear every time the Titans managed to squeak out a 17-13 to 13 win that he he was, right? Great leader in the yeah. locker room. I mean, what does that get you, though? Wasn't he the number two pick in the draft? The guy was, is honestly a bust, if we're being honest. Like, he, he's more of a bust than he is a a, a good quarterback. He's closer. If you have, if you have a spectrum, hey, Marcus Mariota is a bust, bro. He, he's just not a good quarterback. He's never been. He's been, like, solid, and he's had a good, like, one good year, and he'll have, like, games. Right. He'll have like games well, where he just, you know, makes plays, but Well, to the point that you're making, I think uh, what I agree with is that Atlanta shouldn't play around too long here as if, okay, well he can maybe be the guy for us in terms of going forward. He's just the bridge to see if you've got something in Desmond Ritter. So so my point is that yes, you play Mariota, you make him the starter, you can do it right now, but you better be making plans to get Ritter on the field pretty quickly, whether it's with Mariota, like interchangeably, you're getting him out there, sort a la what uh, San Francisco did with Trey Lance last year, getting him some time and some reps and some snaps during regular season, or just replacing him eventually either way. Because what we all know is that Marcus Mariota at this point probably more suited to be a backup in this league than he is your answer at quarterback. So if I'm Atlanta, I'm not messing around too long. I want to know what I've got in Desmond Ritter. And, and to do that, you're going to have to get him out on the field. Yeah. I, what, I, what, what, is, what else is there to gain this season if I you're agree. the Atlanta Falcons? You're not in it to win your division. You're not in it to make the playoffs this year. This is starting over Pat, you know, post-Matt Ryan. You may as well see what you got with, with old uh, Desmond Ritter. It, know what Mariota is, yeah. the bridge. So That's what he is. Over at uh, Superbook, there has been a shift in the Super Bowl odds since Julio Jones was added to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He caught a touchdown from Tom in practice yesterday. He looks good. It is now a dead heat. Tampa Bay and Buffalo, both plus 600 to be uh, Super Bowl champs in 2023. Wow. So that'd be a Moved great. Moved them up to co-favorites. Ew. I don't know if I'm putting that much stock well, in Julio. There is some news in Tampa Bay. Ryan Jensen, starting center, went down and had to be carted off. 
That's huge. That's not good at all. That is absolutely That's massive. That's man there. Now, the, the, only, the only good thing, and it's not, nothing about it is good, but the only good thing is that it happened now as opposed to, like, week eight. Correct. And, and, and they'll get somebody in there. They'll, they'll get that a better handle To yeah. a point that, I mean, here's the deal. You're, Tom Brady's not holding the ball long enough to get hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. Especially at this age. And so you're getting it out. You're, you're right. You've, if that's going to happen to you, better that it happen now than, you know, uh, week three of the preseason when you're, in, you know, you're doing, basically doing a dress rehearsal. All right, let me throw some, let me throw some, uh, some odds here at you from Superbook on the Super Bowl. And I want you to tell me, would you, would you dabble? All right? Would you dabble? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Green Bay plus 900. I wouldn't mess with it. We know what they are. Right. I'm with you. I think they're way overvalued. Did you see, by the way, what what, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers said? very slick. You didn't see what he said? It's very slick. He was asked about uh, not having Devontae Adams this year. Oh, good. I want to hear this. What's the update? Lazard. And he said, well, it's always a, a transition when you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Oh, that's good. Now, 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 well played. Now, and now, I don't like to give him credit. Now, but here's the thing. Okay? Good for you, Aaron. I don't like the man. Derek Carr is closer to Aaron Rodgers than Alan Lazard is to, to Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. All right? Y'all so, had to get that in there. But, so man, he knew good what on he, he knew Rodgers. He was doing old Con Air, Nicholas Cage looking mm-hmm. fool. Looking ass. Yeah, no, he. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he's a clown show. Oh, did, you, now, did you watch that when, he, when he's walking through the parking lot? Mm-hmm. With the thing on, and y'all talk about the hair, and he looks like. <laughs> but did you see what he did with the bag? What did he do with the bag? Well, like he throws it, almost as if to some boy, some rookie, or something, as if picking my. But y'all didn't see that part of the slow mo toss of the bag. He's still out in the parking lot. It's not like he's getting to his locker and throwing his bag into the locker. He just throws it. He just casts his bag away. As if some peasant's going to come and pick it up for him and trail him on in there, dude. Just in all seriousness, he really thinks he's a god. I think Rogers is really good. I don't like him. I do think his attitude is reflected sometimes in his play. You and I go back to the play in the playoffs where he didn't run the ball in. It's it's like I think his his the way he is holds them back too. It does. It does because he's such a turd. Let me tell you this: his this contract's going to hold him back let, more than anything. Let me tell you this, this garbage. That's right. Spin that here, too. That, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be better without Devontae Adams. This garbage spin I hear out there about how he's too, he's been too focused, too trained on just Devontae Adams and not spreading the ball around enough. Give me a break. Devontae Adams is one of the top three receivers in the league. I'm but with this. You don't you don't get better losing a Devontae Adams that knows you like the back of his hand because of the relationship you guys have built over years. You don't get better that way. Um, I, I just don't Agreed. buy that at all. Yeah. Uh, Aaron so, had to get and, his money, though. And to your point, John, the contract is very selfish, too. All these guys usually, no, they, totally selfish. they figure out a way, man. Yeah, they, they take less, especially a guy who, who, let's be real, needs another Super Bowl to his name. Especially uh, after dicking around the the uh, the, the, the organization. That's right. You know? and when he did it for the money, and he got it. Uh, Rams plus 1,000. Would you dabble? Uh, yes. To, to be the first repeat champ since the Patriots did it. Dude, you can hear in my, in my voice how do, much I like Rams the Rams guy. this year. And I liked them last year. John was right. Um, would you dabble Chiefs plus 1,200? I think that's I, amazing value. I really do. And I, I, like, I think there, there is going to be a step back. But let's not forget, I mean, they were right there last year. I, I, just, I read this thing that Tyreek, he does help so much with the spacing. Mm-hmm. And so, like we've talked about everything else he's got, and he's added Juju and some guys, some competent guys, but 
in terms of what a Tyreek Hill would do for a Travis Kelsey yep. to open things up for him and the others, that spacing helped create that. So you got to put a threat in that spot. Just read that, and I thought to myself, you know what, maybe maybe it is going to be a little bit of a step back and, yep. a, and more of an adjustment than we think. Um, I just like the Bills better. Chargers plus 1,400. Mm-mm. No? no I, I'm, I, I think we've been too quick to, to crown Herbert, although have, I, I realize I'm on an island though. here. They have everything. I realize I'm on an island here. Most but it feels are, too obvious, doesn't him. it? Yes. It feels too obvious. I'm Not, and you. I don't buy that Mike Williams, you know. Well, we know that. Who they paid. Yeah. Had the best career. At, uh, but their defense is going to be Started sick. hot last year and fell off. Their defense is unreal. Yeah, Khalil to go with both of them. Added J.C. Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's secondary. right. That's right. I mean, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. But, yeah. I, there's... I'm waiting on you to get to the Titans. Where, so, where, how, oh, how are we looking? Oh, the Titans have worse odds than the Raiders. <laughs> Just so everybody's clear on that. Yeah, this should not have traded A.J. Brown. Titans Although are... the, the, uh, the, Burks, uh, the Burks reports yesterday was good, were good. Yeah. He they, was they keep, making they, plays they, they on Fulton and They keep trying to make Farley. him a thing. Uh, He's tit- got asthma, though. Titans plus 3,000. Woo! Raiders yeah. plus 2,500. I like that a lot better. You like Raiders plus 2,500? I do, man. I, yeah. think, I think y'all can finish second in that division, possibly even win it. What about Vikings plus 3,000? Not touching it. They let me down every year. Every year I tell you that's my surprise team in the NFC, and every year, what do they do? Disappoint. Right, so let's, let's try to see who the longest shot is that you would dabble in. Arizona plus 4,000. Not touching uh, Kyler Murray just came out, by the way, had an impromptu press conference today and said, y'all disrespectful for talking about that clause. Said it's uh, BS that y'all would bring it up. It, uh, organization disrespectful having it in the contract. I agree. Yeah, Kyler mad at the wrong people. Uh, Browns plus 4,000. I mean, Deshaun's coming back. Yeah, you don't know you that. You don't know that. It's yet. gonna be like two, you know, because when he does, that will that will move all the way up. I would assume to like plus 2500. He's he's one with less talent. Yep. Uh Pats f- plus 5000. No way. I don't believe in Mac. Uh Dolphins plus 5000. To not touch into a bust. Okay, then you're not going to touch the rest. It's Bears, Lions, Jags, of Giants. Of course not. So the so the so the Saints plus 4000? Mhm. Okay. No. So the lowest you would go would be the Raiders plus 2500. I I like that one. And I might dabble with that Browns pick. Okay, Just because yeah. I, I, you know, Deshaun there, second half of season. Okay, like you, you better watch out. Anybody that plays them, they got Deshaun Watson. So a hundred dollars on the Raiders would pay out twenty five hundred if they win the Super Bowl. But that feels like not enough. I'll be honest. It needs to be like twenty five thousand. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. you know, because like uh, they're, they're what, not, what's what's the word out of Raiders camp? Nobody's gone down injury wise. No. How about our man Dylan Parham? Uh well he's there 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 was a uh the one of the guards retired. So there's gonna be an opening for the Memphis Tiger. Hey, hey, hey third rounder. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan Parham gonna be a starter this year. Hey. I mean you draft the you draft the guard in the third round, he's probably gonna get playing time pretty early. Right? Mr. Versatile, Dylan yeah. Parham. Yeah. So Love it. Uh I like that report. He's got a chance. How's Devontae looking? I mean Devontae is him, bro. I don't know why they get I wouldn't even play him. I'd just keep him in bubble wrap. Uh, yeah, what's the? I mean, he doesn't have to prove anything. That's right. Ever, he would never play. He would just, he would just be on the roster on the fifty-three man. That's what you would do. I mean, he's already got a chemistry established with with Derek already. Thinks he's a Hall of Famer. No, because I was thinking about this. I was like, all right, as a as an existential like p- perpetual crisis having Raiders fan, how can this go wrong? Because Antonio Brown, I spoke into existence and it was a disaster. Devontae Adams, I spoke into existence. How can it go wrong? He gets hurt. That's what that's that's how it ha- like he tears his ACL or something, right? Like that's how it would go in, in training camp. Who's your backup running back behind? Because uh, Josh Samir goes White. Downs a lot. 
Okay. It's the okay. the Georgia running back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we got a little backfield there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm, I, I, I mean, I breakout I, season for I, Max Crosby, as we know. I do think you're right to be bullish on the Raiders. I mean, I, I, I do think we have a lot of pieces. No, I would hate on y'all if I could. I think it's the wrong year to hate on the Raiders. And you like our new regime. You like the fact that we got all Gruden out of there. So there is yeah. a there is a little bit more, uh, you know, grace given to them. Got a fantastic president of of the organization. Hell now. She, yeah! Or she like CEO? What is she? No, what is she's her title? The, uh, she's, she's the, the president. president yeah. She not looks like good leadership there. You know, I love me some of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, her name is Sandra Douglas Morgan. She's a lovely woman who uh, is bringing about great change. Yeah, didn't she run like some of the books in Vegas? Or yeah, the she's a part of the game commission or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great exactly. pick. Exactly right. So, uh, I'm, I, again, the Raiders continue to lead the way. Pioneer for diversity, that organization. I think I think less than second in that division would be disappointing for you. Wow, that's a high bar there, buddy. I mean, Carr is – look, he's more established than Justin Herbert at this point in yeah. terms of what you need to be. You got Devontae Adams. You got all – there's no excuses for him. He's mm-hmm. got all the weapons possible. And then I like what you've done defensively. Yeah, we've done some things. So anyway, yeah, I mean, the training camp's going on now as we speak, and um, you know, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have football here at the pre the uh, first priest the Hall of Fame games next week. Raiders Jags, yeah, buddy. Raiders Jags. Peterson's gonna get them turned in the right direction. Think so? You don't think so? I don't know, bro. It's there it's was no way a, Urban Meyer could have. No, I mean, I mean I, now I, they got I, an actual guy's won the Super Bowl and it's competent. I just feel like like. Who's the last quarterback that the Jags have had that's been good? You're saying they're, they're, he's cursed because of the organization? Yes. I just don't buy that. I think there is a no, curse. Trevor Lawrence has got greatness in him. You just got to pull it out and put something around him. My gosh. Right, that's it, the other problem. Yeah, no leadership down there with Well, Urban. he has no weapons. I mean, it's like is it, is DJ Chark's gone. It's like Marvin Jones. Is Etienne a receiver now? They're going to use him as that, I'm sure. I thought that was a ridiculous thing the previous leadership did. They kind of misused him. They, they, well, Etienne didn't play last year because he, he, uh, he right, 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 right. Yeah, the plan he was out was all to, year. Yeah, he was out all year. Oh, plan was to put him at receiver. Yeah, I thought that was some slot. Urban Meyer well, that's, junk, uh, and you'd put him back where he's supposed to be now. That yeah. should be a good piece for you then, if he, you know, getting him. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think he's, you know, again, he, that's about it though. I mean, he doesn't really have anything else besides Etienne there, which is like the problem. You can't get free agents in in Jacksonville. You got to like draft them, and they haven't been good at doing. What that. about the homie Chenault, <laughs> bro? Chenault. Is 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 like th- he's still there, right? Yeah, but he's he, he disappeared. Little home run hitter, man. Little home run, like a like, like an inside the park home run. Yeah, well, a little over six hundred yards last year, man. After a five touchdown season the year before, with none. Last yeah, year. yeah. But again, a lot of incompetence. A lot of people got burned by Lavisca last year. Yeah, it won't be me this year. I'm just. A, I'm just trying to hype him up for Brad. Uh, okay. He's trying to mislead for the, the auction draft. L- 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 LaVisco, right? Listen, Lavisco. I don't do a lot of on-air advising as your program director, but don't lead fantasy football fans astray with your analysis well, I, on I, the station. I, I'm the champ, man. Anything I say here don't, should be taken you, with confidence. I, I take your your LaVisco. on-air your on-air advice mm-hmm. and your analysis to heart when I uh, listen to this. So you know, yeah. just be careful. He's, he's, he's like a five-dollar player. Yeah. Five dollars. Okay, yeah, What's okay. Lawrence on a two hundred dollar league? Like thirty bucks, forty bucks? He's Would, not. You tell us how much you want. I'm asking the the experts. I, I ain't paying thirty dollars for no damn Trevor Lawrence. Okay, he he has no y'all weapons. hyped him up like he's a damn thirty forty dollar quarterback. That was him, not me. Blowing smoke up Brad Carson's ass, so he drafted his ass. No, we just know you're gonna overspend for man, Dak and CD. Just take man. Dak and CD and get on some. <laughs> you know them. Their first two picks. Forty five dollars for Tony Pollard. <laughs> 
Do I hear 50? Break ass Do I? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Do I hear 50? About it. Although Pollard going to be good this year. $60 for uh, Greg Zerline. I think no. a six-plus touchdown season for Pollard. Listen, Could they be. need to use him more than Zeke. I'm not BSing you, man. Well, they're like, not, not going to do that, though, because Zeke's under such a big contract. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna ride him until the wheels fall. They're just gonna off. beat the hell out of and him, and then t- it'll be Tony Pollard's team next yeah, year. Yeah, I hear that. He'll watch, be the number watch, one. Watch Philly mess around and win that division. It wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't Man, shock people me. are high on Philly. We think that's gonna get right <clears throat> in one year like that. Just got, boom! Got solid defense. Got the receiver out of t- got the Titans. Got AJ Brown. Got a yeah. good running game. Jaylen good offensive a, line. Has a ceiling, but he's a gamer. Okay, he's a gamer. God, I don't see that. You, yeah, you draft him then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 